prayed for revival. You've read about reformation. It's time to start a revolution. God's business revolution is starting now. Join us as we talk about God using business owners, entrepreneurs, and marketplace leaders. Let's talk about God using you. Welcome to God's business revolution. Good day, everyone. I trust your day is absolutely fantastic. I want to share some fantastic news and a fantastic responsibility that we've been given. People often ask, does the Bible really say that much about business? Are business terms referenced absolutely that much in the Bible? Well, in this podcast, we're going to talk about specifically one word that Jesus said. One word that could possibly be the most powerful word that Jesus ever, ever used. But first, let's talk about this responsibility that's been given to us. Now, specifically, you know, that when we talk about God's business revolution, we're talking about the marketplace and what God has for us in the marketplace. Now, keep in mind, Marketplace means many things. It's not just about business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs, but it's about anybody who spends time in the marketplace. And if you buy something, you spend time in the marketplace. So if you've ever bought anything or ever used anything that's been bought, you're in the marketplace. 2 Corinthians 5 says this, All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the word to the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Two things I want you to pay real close attention to here as far as what your role is is in the marketplace. Now, this is not your only role in the marketplace. This is a role you have in the marketplace. Entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. Again, that's in 2 Corinthians 5, and starts at verse 19 entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We somehow qualify to be ambassadors. We somehow qualify, miraculously, that we get to be the ones who take this message that God has given us, this incredible message of Christ, this reconciliation that God, that God did for us, that Christ did for us on the cross. That whole concept we are entrusted with that message and have been appointed ambassadors and God doing this through us. I don't know how we qualify other than through Christ himself. So I am thankful for that, that even the message that he's given me to deliver, he has to qualify me to, to, get, to, to deliver the message that he's, that he's given. But think about what an ambassador is for a moment. And I want you to think about how you fit in in business and in the marketplace as far as this ambassadorship is concerned. See, an ambassador, think of an embassy. An ambassador lives in the embassy of a country, but in a foreign country. Well, if you've ever been to an embassy 
or if you know anything about them, what you know is this, is that if I am in a foreign country and I, as a resident of the United States, decide to step into the United States embassy, as far as anybody is concerned, once I step inside that embassy, I am now stepping on the equivalency of the soil of the United States. Once I step into that embassy, even though I'm in a foreign country, everything, all the laws that apply in the United States, every, all the rights that have been given to me in the United States, now apply to me inside that embassy. The point is this, is that when we are ambassadors, we have been given the authority that is granted to us by that country when we go and we present to that, we, we present to a foreign country. As an ambassador who lives in an embassy, we are a representative, we are the authority of that country bringing to the foreign country the laws and the rights and responsibilities and the wherewithal that is in our home country. So as ambassadors of Christ and of Christ's kingdom, when we are here in this world, in the marketplace, in business, we are ambassadors bringing the kingdom and the kingdom system and everything that the kingdom means to business, to the marketplace. Jesus prayed, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We're supposed to be the ambassadors that help his will get done here. So we bring that kingdom to business. We are the ambassadors, the ones who have been given the legal authority in the marketplace, in business, to step in and provide what God has provided in his kingdom. We're supposed to bring this other economic system, the kingdom economic system, into our business and our marketplace activities. So let's talk a little bit about this message of reconciliation that we're supposed to bring according to 2 Corinthians 5. This this reconciliation that we're supposed to bring, Jesus addressed it himself the best with this one word. And here's the word I mentioned at the beginning. That word is tetelestai. Tetelestai, a Greek word, is translated, it is finished. We've all heard that Jesus said it is finished. In fact, if you go back to John 19, the word tetelestai is actually used twice here. Uh, John 19, verses 28 to 30. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, so they put a sponge full of sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Tetelestai, there in verse 28, was translated in this, in this version, was now finished. And then in verse 30, when Jesus says, it is finished. That is a, it is finished is a very, very good representation of what that word means. But it's not in all the context that we could possibly have. Now, for those of us that work in the marketplace, or those of us that have ever gotten a bill in the mail for something we bought, the word tetelestai was also written on business documents or receipts. 
everybody in that day, in Jesus' day, would have recognized that term as a term meaning that a bill had been stamped, paid in full. Did you catch that? Everybody would have recognized this business term Jesus said from the cross. What do you, what, what do you mean you paid my receipt? What, what do you, we, we paid my bill. What, what, what are you talking about? You ever paid off a mortgage or paid off a bill or paid off a credit card or paid anything off at all and you get stamped, it's paid in full or you get to see the zero balance. Now, I want to read something because this says it so much better than I can. The Greek-English lexicon by Moulton and Milligan says this. Receipts are often introduced by the phrase to die," usually written in an abbreviated manner. See, the connection between the receipts and what God accomplished would have been quite clear to anybody who spoke Greek in that day. And it would have been unmistakable that Jesus was saying, I have just paid this price in full for you. So think about it. Possibly the most powerful words. It is finished. I've done. The work is completed. The most powerful word to tell us die, that Jesus said while he was here that has the most power in it that, re- that was the act that redeemed us was a business term that gets stamped on a receipt. Yeah. Jesus used business on a regular basis to share the gospel to share his life, to share this good news that was brought. As an ambassador, this reconciliation message that we need to take with us comes with us as well, and, and that's a message we're supposed to deliver. Now, I know a lot of us don't always think in pastoral or seminary terms, you know, or, or we've got this, this thought process in our head where this reconciliation, the message of the gospel, the salvation message is just too complicated. And I don't like it. So let me try to simplify this salvation salvation message. And maybe this is something that you could use to share. This is not perfect by any stretch of the imagination. And it's kind of funny I use that word, and you'll understand why here in a second. But it's concise. Here's the gospel, why Jesus came, what he paid for uh, in a nutshell. You see, God is perfect. That's the first thing to remember. God is perfect. God created us. God created Adam and Eve. God created perfection. Adam and Eve messed it up. Second thing to remember. Number one, God is perfect. Number two, we aren't. We are not perfect. The challenge is now is God still wants to have a relationship with us and God is a perfect God in perfection, cannot look on on imperfection. So how does he reconcile that? Well, he first reconciled that by the sacrificial system that was given in the Old Testament because there had to be bloodshed to reconcile us back back to a perfect God. The problem was none of those sacrifices were perfect. So, number three, we had to have a perfect sacrifice in order to be reconciled in perfection with a perfect God. Jesus was the perfect, blameless, without sin, perfect sacrifice 
for us. He was the atonement. He was the reconciliation in his perfection to the Father. And because of Jesus, we as imperfect people can now have a perfect relationship with our perfect Heavenly Father. So remember, it's really simple. Number one, we... Number one, God is perfect. Number two, we aren't perfect. Number three, Jesus was perfect. Number four, Jesus paid the perfect sacrifice so that we could have a relationship with a perfect Heavenly Father. See, nothing we do, this is where works is dead. This is where works is dead in salvation. Now, granted, there are there works exercises faith, but from a salvation standpoint, there is nothing we can possibly do to be reconciled with the Father. It's impossible because we are imperfect. We are imperfect beings. And it took a perfect substitutional sacrifice to be the reconciliation for us. Bottom line. So again, from a, from a message standpoint or from a salvation standpoint, you can share with somebody this. God is perfect. We're not. Jesus was. And so he paid the price for us. And so now we can have a perfect relationship with our Heavenly Father. And that's the key, is this relationship that we get with our Heavenly Father. So remember this. You have been called to be an ambassador. You've been called to be an ambassador of Christ. You have been called to to take this message of reconciliation, this message of tetelestai, this message of it's been paid in full. Your receipt, your bill of sale has been stamped, paid in full. God's perfect. We're not. Jesus paid the price so that we could have a relationship with the creator of the universe. God bless you guys. Remember to take part daily in God's business revolution because it's you every day in the marketplace that will make a difference. God bless. Thank you for listening and thank you for joining God's Business Revolution. Be sure to follow us on social media and online at www.godsbusinessrevolution.com.